Mollywood, author of CNET's Buzz Report. And I'm Tom Merritt, author of CNET's The Real Deal. And Tom is back on Buzz Out Yay, Loud. back. The podcast. Of hey, did you talk like, about Texas, my, the Texas thing on Friday? Um, I mentioned that you were going to be there and that, that events from, or that proceeds from that event would be going to help Hurricane Katrina. Because I forgot to talk about it before then. And then we, we did have a couple people show up. Like, hey, Tom. So it's cool. So I want to give the shout out to uh, Stephen in Austin and uh, and David in Frisco, Texas, which is a <laughs> suburb of Dallas, oddly enough. Not San Francisco. Not San Francisco. Which actually you're not allowed to call San Francisco that yeah. if you live here. Or you will be, Emperor Norton will do something. I learned shortly upon my arrival. Yeah. Oh, don't do that. <laughs> Oh, no, no. So, yeah. So, and then we're going to be coming up to Duluth, Georgia, which is outside of Atlanta. Yes. This coming weekend. So, if you're nearby, come and see us. We'll be at Comp USA in Duluth, Georgia. And proceeds also from that event, some of them will also be going to help out the victims. Yeah, of basically 10% of Katrina, the so. value of anything you trade in. Right. So, bring in some stuff. Bring in some stuff. Hopefully, it's worth a lot of money for you and for the Katrina schools. If you have no idea what we're talking about, go to 10.cnet.com, <laughs> trade up to the future. All right. And find out. So, <gasps> the Apple event. Yay! It is tomorrow. It finally is here. Finally, it's here. I had a premonition no. yesterday. And really? Yeah, and this is not based on any fact. I like it. <laughs> My favorite kind of well, premonition. Here's, here's what was going on. I think it's going to be related to video somehow. Okay. And I'm in perfectly willing to... You know, if it's not, to be like, all right, fine. But this was the thing. We were looking for some trailers to some movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, and my wife had her power book out. And she was like, going to one site, eh, it wouldn't work. Going to another site, oh, that was the wrong trailer. So finally, she just opened iTunes. Yes. And went to the trailer part there. And there are and movies. I saw, and I was like, you know, Ding. iTunes is already set up for video. Right. You can look at the trailers. Right. Well, well it would be so hard if. And Apple I had made some agreements to put some movies on there for a video iPod. There you go. I had even been hearing rumors that there were like hidden features in iTunes that were movie related. Mm-hmm. Although I don't know where people would have found them if they were hidden. So <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I guess that You've maybe heard about is that even email us buzzitseenit.com. Yes, we're very curious, and we will have the full report. So what do you think it's going to be? Um, you know, I don't. I think it's going to be something more than the iTunes phone because I, I refuse to believe that Apple has completely lost the ability to keep a secret yeah. <laughs> after being so good at it for so long. Like maybe and, the iTunes phone will be announced, but that won't be the big thing. Right. Or or maybe it will, but then they'll also do video iPods. I mean, I think I'd be pretty surprised at this point if Apple didn't do some kind of video iPod. I mean, it's just it's getting a little silly com- considering mm-hmm. the level of competition in that space and the sort of all the players coming out. It's like almost become one of those features you take for granted oh well yeah it can play music and it can play videos duh so yeah. i'd be kind of surprised if there weren't something like that coming down the pike you know and also steven in austin not Stephen <laughs> f austin but this, this guy steven was was saying that he had heard that someone was getting the ability to uh manufacture the scroll wheel for other manufacturers mm. so that people could come out with ipod knockoffs interesting so i'm wondering if there'll be anything that hedges that hedges against that mm-hmm. yeah it, well it now would be the time for them to try to change up their software interface as mm-hmm. we know from recently uh granted patents so maybe they'll change up their design what time Actually, is that announcement i saw um transporter 2 last night <laughs> and yeah i don't whatever and uh that he used an ipod because product placement galore and i have to say i was thinking man that ipod looks kind of tired yeah. they're ready they're ready for a refresh what time is the announcement i don't know i can't remember but it's before it is, we record the podcast. I believe it's before we... Re- well, and I'm going, so either way, uh-huh. we may have to do the podcast a little late so that okay. we can... Well, we will have, we we will will have, have a, a discussion of it tomorrow. Yes, indeed. Absolutely. And speaking of Apple refreshes, I want to discuss 
power books, which I know are not on the oh, menu right, for tomorrow. Yeah. But I have noticed, I am actually, surprisingly enough, for those who know me, in the market for a new Mac. And it was going to be a Mac Mini, but then I thought maybe I've always been in love with that 12-inch PowerBook. But so then I started notice, noticing that I put, uh, Apple recently updated the iBook line, right? Mm-hmm. They didn't then correspondingly drop prices on the PowerBooks, even though they drop prices on other iBooks. So now the iBook is like one-tenth of a gigahertz or something slower than the PowerBook. PowerBook specs are all the same, and the prices haven't gone down. So it feels to me like they're due for a refresh. And then today... Ending today on Amazon is a $150 rebate mm. on PowerBooks, but also on some iBooks and stuff like that. So I'm thinking I should buy a PowerBook today. Or should you? Or should I? Is there going to be an announcement tomorrow? What if there's going to be an Because Apple tends to, even if they don't announce it at their big events, they tend to refresh things all several, kind of yeah, roughly yeah. at the same time. Whenever they do an announcement, it's usually several stuff a lot of stuff happens at the same time right exactly even if it's not super official you know they'll quietly do this mm-hmm. they'll quietly do that and people have been rumoring that there would be a power book refresh at the end of september just verb a noun rumoring <laughs> i did verb a noun <laughs> rumoring people i like it rumoring yes okay. tm molly we'll so there. Go. uh so i i don't know i'm torn because what if they refresh them and then they only drop prices by 100 bucks? I think, the I think Molly needs some help. So give us a call, 1-800-616-CNET. Leave us a voicemail or email, email us, buzz at cnet.com. And do it today. I need to know. <laughs> if you have insider information, I will not tell Apple. Tomorrow will, will be too late. I will not get you late. sued. Tomorrow will be too late because the rebate will be gone. Now, we also have some uh, some stuff that you dug up on Katrina. Yes. Uh, as we're, we've been sort of reviewing what different tech outlets have been doing to help. A lot of people are linking to Red Cross, as is CNET, to mm-hmm. kind of encourage people to donate, which both of us have done, by the way. Right. Uh, but there's also some interesting things. MyPoints.com, which I have been a member of since it was bonus mail back in 1996, sent me an email uh, last week and said that I could take some of the points I've accumulated that can usually be... Uh, exchanged for gift certificates at Target or things like that, I could take some of those points and turn them into cash that would mm-hmm. then be donated to the Red Cross. So I did that as well. So that was pretty cool. Yeah, that is But cool. you saw something that was pretty interesting on DirecTV. I did, yeah. I was um, actually watching a commercial. It was an accident because I have TiVo. I don't normally do that. But DirecTV has de- designated Channel 100 as the Katrina channel. And so it's kind of got a rotating set of information about you know places to get help, what's happening, where to, where to donate, things like that. And then it has a crawl at the bottom that is messages from people who are looking for their loved ones, trying to get in contact with people, that kind of thing, oh, which I, I thought was very cool. And Channel 100, as I recall, also being a DirecTV viewer, mm-hmm. is usually like the special announcements channel or the right. welcome to DirecTV channel, like... Meet me at Channel 100 and I'll tell you all about it, kind of thing. <laughs> right, right. So, but so that's now, great. They're yeah, actually now it's turning in one all of their, Katrina all the time. And, so. and it's also a low tier channel. The other thing I just thought of is people in that area probably can't get cable. Right. But they can, with that's the right true, setup, if anything, get Direct TV or true. Dish Network. And that might be something that they could even funnel into some of the kind of evacuation sites mm-hmm. so that you so that people because i did have that question too like well who's gonna see that crawl somebody in an rv yeah with a direct tv yeah, you, know? you never know so yeah so and somebody who knows somebody i mean i think you know it's like in a time like this you just get all the communication out there that you possibly can and you just hope it finds its way there by some game of telephone or or what have you anyway kudos to direct tv thought that was a good good thing for them to do right on 
emails. Speaking oh, you of, got some um, emails. Some companies that don't do such good things. <laughs> yes. I recently wrote a daily buzz item about the new version of um, Yahoo Instant Messenger, which if you just choose to install from within Yahoo Instant Messenger and you choose the typical installation, does a whole lot of not very friendly things. For I mean, it doesn't install spyware or anything like that, but it will download the Yahoo Search toolbar. So then it'll put in uh, shortcuts in your desktop and system tray, which I hate. It's been doing that for a while. Hate. It will, it, I remember when it showed up on my machine one day after right. my wife installed it. And I was like, a lot, that come from? Almost all software at this point, if you just do a typical install and don't choose custom, will put little icons all over the place, which I personally, I, that's a huge pet peeve of mine. Yeah, but I hate that. They do it, whatever. Windows XP will later nudge you to get rid of them and you yeah. can choose to or not, True. but that's annoying too. Icons as advertising. Ugh, hate yes, that. rude. Um, it also though, and this is pretty bad, it includes this Yahoo Extras, which inserts Yahoo links into Internet Explorer, and it will reset your homepage oh. and your auto search functions so that you point by default to Yahoo Search. See, now that is... I, I know that it's not classed as spyware, but that is spyware-like activity. It's Well, I call it parasiteware. Yeah. Because that, to me, is unacceptable. It's unclear whether it actually resets your homepage to Yahoo, but it will alter all of your auto search functions. So if you're using your, your regular search toolbar, because now you have this Yahoo search toolbar, no me gusto. it will become your, your default. I mean, you know what? I know Google's scary, but this is not the way to do it. Mm-hmm. Not the way to get back at them. It is uncool. And in fact, I got uh, two emails to the effect that that is indeed uncool. What do you got? I would say, well, um, one person I think this guy has who didn't give his name, unfortunately, but he had a pretty pretty good advice, which is that you should almost always do the custom install, which I do too. And it sounds scary because they say recommended for advanced users, yeah. which is just ridiculous you because know, all you really get is the option to not install your desktop. If you're installing <laughs> something as simple as an instant messenger, and you have any kind of, if you're listening to this podcast, basically, <laughs> exactly. you're tech savvy enough to listen to this podcast, <laughs> you're more and than you're installing capable. something like an IM, you can do this. Right, exactly. You're more than capable of doing the custom install, which is by no means scary and will prevent you from getting these, these extras that you did not sign up for. In the past, the worst offender has been real. I think almost yes, anyone can attest absolutely. that real was the original Parasiteware. I mean, they installed things that would never go away. So what else did we, what other kind of feedback did we get? Um, that was all about Yahoo. Okay. Let's see. I thought we had another another opinion about it. I thought there was somebody saying that Yahoo was not that bad, but maybe that was in the uh, talk back of your your column. Actually. It must have been because or it sounds column, like... Um, blog posting. Well, the, the one who said it was not that bad basically was, you should ne- basically said... You should, you should do, never, ever do a typical install. Yeah, it's you your know? own fault. He said, this is not necessarily right. I mean, Yahoo is kind of, a, any company's going to try to get you wherever they can, and, and Google is a big threat to Yahoo, so mm-hmm. they're going to do whatever they can. Just don't don't be stupid when you install. They have a custom install feature creatively hidden as custom install, says Crispy. <laughs> All right, fine, we get it. Right, right. Hey, nobody ever said that it was anything other than the typical installation that yeah. caused these things to happen, so layoff. That's what most people use. All right, I want, to, I want to talk about the uh, the electronic paper because I've been excited about this since I first read about it in Scientific American in like 1998, <laughs> which is 
this flat plastic that's as thin as paper can be programmed to use these little polymer balls inside that are white and black and then electrostatic charges <laughs> turn them one way or another to cause words and things to appear and they've actually been using them in signage in retail quite a bit oh. here and there uh, you may have noticed something that that changed from day to day or even yes. changed from moment to moment yes, indeed. but now Philips has come out with a display screen uh, a paper like a display screen and we got this on Slashdot so if you go to Slashdot you can click through and Geek Zone uh, has some this pictures of fantastic. it this thing's awesome it's it's like a little handheld device mm-hmm. and then it has like a what looks like a small LCD screen but then you unfold it right. and you get a paper thin wider display screen when you need it at the See, ready now that is outstanding that, outstanding that solves a lot of problems yep. for devices where it's like well i want a big screen but i don't want a big device right exactly well and especially as the entire world appears to be moving towards smartphones basically mm-hmm. <laughs> pda capable phones that screens just aren't the only argument that remains in my opinion for the use of a pda over a smartphone is a larger screen and the best argument for a PDA instead of a laptop is the size of the PDA. So if you can get your little smartphone with your little screen and then this guy, which is hopefully a universal display and will plug into anything. Oh, the coolest thing about this brilliant. is it was a few, according to Geek News, it was a few or Geek Zone. It was a few months ago that Philips Polymer Vision, which is the department making this, mm-hmm. promised that they would have this available within two years. Mm-hmm. And a oh, mo- few months, what, two, three months later, they, they have, have a, a prototype, prototype like that. So it could happen. So it looks like it's about five inches. Not super high res, but what, 320 by 240? It's probably as high res as a a black and white, as a grayscale PDA. Yeah. Well, Roughly speaking. I'd like to see higher res, but uh, (laughs) I'd like to see higher res in my awesome rollable paper display. We didn't didn't get to talk about the Alienware Alienware MP3 player, but if you want to read about Alienware with this cool little alien on their MP3 player, go to Alpha cnet.com james kim has a posting on our blog there about it and uh we're going to talk about apple tomorrow so be sure to download again tomorrow Mm -hmm. that's it for our podcast for tuesday september 6th don't forget the emails buzz at cnet.com and the phone calls 1-800-616-CNET all right thanks Thanks, bye